Mega Boom launch. All right, heads I win, tails you lose. Mm, mega Boom. Gentlemen, I feel 100% better. What if his glasses were just banging tits? Yeah. We need to send those <laughs> chimps back where they belong. Were you always this old timer? Yes, let's say for sake of argument, I was. I propose a space train. That would be a program I would watch. Mega Broadcasting from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Los Angeles, this is Mega Boom Radio, the only show with Lars 2. I'm just like regular Lars, except I have... No, I'm the same. <laughs> With me, as always, is Noah Kaufman. You're probably new and improved, or maybe new or improved. Lars 1 or 2, it's hard to tell which. I'm confused now, also. I really need to figure out ways to tell us apart. <laughs> and I'm Brent. We have a great show for you guys today. A lot of fun things to talk about. Just thought I'd tease a couple at the top. <laughs> We're going to get into Alpha Go and its champion win in the game of Go. I'm going to talk about the history of hot tubs. Look into why <laughs> the Canadian Prime Minister can't live in his own house. But first, let's start with the story of Hulk Hogan. One second. Are we really going to talk about the history of hot tubs today? Oh, we might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It sounds really boring, so I don't feel bad if the audience skips over it. <laughs> If we can get to the bottom of whether Lars 1 or Lars 2 <laughs> is not interested in hot tubs, we might be able to know. They both don't like them. <laughs> Lars, the only people who aren't interested in hot tubs are people who don't own one. No, I'm interested in hot tubs, but I'm more like a sort of like an Eckhart Tolle uh, approach to hot tubs where I sort of live in the now. If I'm in a hot tub, that's when I think about hot tubs. When you need a hot tub, the universe will provide. Yeah, exactly. I understand. <laughs> If you put a hot tub out in there in the world, hot tub will be provided for you. I get it. I get it. You're going to really like this segment. I can tell. <laughs> so let's start talking about our, our uh, old childhood icon hero, Hulk Hogan. Currently, Hulk Hogan's mm -hmm. in a lawsuit in Florida against the website Gawker. And I shouldn't say Hulk Hogan because this is an important legal distinction. Yeah. His real name is Noah. Terry. Terry. Terry, Terry. Terry Boella. Terry Boella. Terry Bolea. Terry Bolea. His real name Ebola. is Terry Bola. Terry Bola. <laughs> there, we fixed it. His real name is Terry Bolea. And some of you may know, and some of you may remember this from the show, a few years back, a sex tape surfaced of Terry Bolea in bed with his friend, Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. <laughs> but what's Bubba the Love Sponge's real name? Unclear. Uh, I think it's Mr. Sponge. Bubba was what's added. My parents were crazy and I was born with this name. <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge is a popular radio host. He's been friends with Balea for many years. And they had a swingers party. They had a party where it was understood that people were going to have yeah. sex with each other's wives. Let's go and fuck our wives. I'll take yours and then you'll take mine. Exactly. Swingers party. You know right. That's how they all start. Yeah. Similar to most knife fights in uh, West Side Story. <laughs> you not join the gang till you fuck our wives. All of our wives. And we get to watch. Now, while he was having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, it turns out he was being recorded. Now, Balea alleges he was being secretly recorded and mm. did not know it. Some have claimed that Balea did know he was being recorded. Either way, a tape existed of him having sex with his friend's wife and saying some 
inappropriate things, the kind of things maybe you would only say if you thought you were alone having sex with someone else's wife. Horribly racist things, you mean. Yeah, he said some horribly racist <laughs> things. And I don't want to defend his horribly racist things, but he is an old man and he didn't say them publicly. Right. So there's a little so bit of in like, the privacy of his own right. or a friend's domicile. He's not so racist. The privacy of his own orgy pit. Right. <laughs> he's not so racist as to say these in public. He's not so racist as to say these in public, but he is racist enough to still say them. So there's I an think amount that's of the racism. same amount of racist. I think he is the same amount of racist either way. He just has uh, the social skills not to say those things publicly. I don't think that's that makes true. him less racist. That's true. I guess the, the amount of racist you are is the amount of racism you exhibit when you're in a room alone or with fucking See, someone's wife. I disagree because if you are, if you are that level of racist... You know that it's bad because you don't exhibit it publicly. So no, you, you, you don't you know it's bad. Don't agree with you, Brent. You don't know that it's oh. bad. You know that people will not like you for it. That is, is totally it, oh. different than believing that it's bad. Oh, that's is way it possible that this was just an attempt to turn on Mrs. Love Sponge? Like maybe this is something oh, she yeah. wanted to hear? Could be. Just a thought. People are into weird stuff. Yeah. Some people it's racist rhetoric that gets their <laughs> that gets their dinghy floating, that gets their sponge moist. <laughs> oh god. Their love sponge yeah. moist. So this video was uh stolen from Bubba the Love Sponge's office and the website Gawker somehow got a hold of it and posted it. Now we're in the middle of a court case where Hulk Hogan has sued the website Gawker for an obscene amount of money. But more to make a statement than to actually win that amount of money. I think it's something like $16 million. Something crazy. Can I just come back to Bubba the Love Sponge's office for a second? <laughs> sure. Let's all quickly just say what we imagine. I'm imagining a treehouse with that uh, you know, written crudely on boards out front and sounds of pornography coming from within. I think that I'm he has rented out uh, and no longer used rotating restaurant somewhere. <laughs> I think he lives in a pineapple under the sea. Well, but yeah. with a lot of swag lighting. <laughs> Got to have you the swag lighting. Mm -hmm. In the case, Gawker is asserting that this video is newsworthy because Balea Hulk Hogan is a public figure, mm. and Balea is asserting that Hulk Hogan is a public figure and a character. But Balea the man is not, and when he was having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, it was Balea having sex with them. Not Hulk Hogan. Not Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan can go on the radio and talk about how big the Hulk's genitals are and all the sex he's having, but that's not Balea. That's a character. Because if he was having sex with her as Hulk Hogan, it would have been like, "Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you raw for America, brother." Yeah, it wouldn't be. Oh, 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 ow, 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 ow. Can I, can I land my back? Do you want to get? My back kind of hurts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, black people, right? Anyway. <laughs> and I think this is a fun debate for us to be having. It is fun. Because on the one hand, yeah, he shouldn't have said bad things. And it's weird that he's having sex with his friend's wife. But his friend agreed with it. And right. the wife agreed with it. She was very into it. Mm -hmm. And Hulk was into it. No one is not having sex they don't want to be having. And no one's upset about the sex that's being had. So he hasn't really committed a crime there. And I do think there needs to be a distinction between who 
Hulk Hogan, the the fictional wrestler is, and the guy who plays Hulk Hogan, the fictional wrestler. Right. Just because Hulk Hogan's a public figure doesn't mean Terry Bollea, everything he does, has to get published. And Gawker made the argument in some of their opening statements earlier this week that any sex tape is newsworthy, which I think is, one, a terrible decision on their part, and two, very dangerous, because that includes things like uh, underage kids when they have sex and those videos get released. Revenge porn, where people release sex tapes of exes Mm. just to shame them. And things like that should absolutely not be out in the public light. Totally agree. And if those can't be prosecuted because Gawker successfully got the courts to agree that sex tapes are all public. That sets a bad precedent, yeah, I that's think. that's a dangerous reality where there is, there is, there's one thing to accept that Google knows what lamp I want to buy because of a conversation I had with my wife in the car and they're listening on our phones. And keeps trying to sell me the lamp even after I've already right. bought the lamp. But right. you could use another one, Lars. You need a matching set. Okay, well, I have eight now, so, like, what do I... It's like, okay, maybe I'm a... I guess they assume everyone's a crazy person buying the same lamp. You know what? It's fine, it's fine. This isn't what we're talking about now. That's a level of privacy intrusion that we accept anytime we use a Google product or an Apple product. It's literally in our uh, terms of service. We agree that they can listen to us whenever they want. Just quickly, I feel like... This whole court case, I would, I would love to be in the room for some. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's like a crass version of, of like To Kill a Mockingbird meets mm-hmm. like Primal Fear. Was that that movie with, with uh, Edward yes. Norton where he plays multiple personalities? Yep, that's it. <laughs> it is incredible. It's kind of the same kind of thing. Is yeah. it Terry? Is it Hulk? Like who is it? Who's doing it here? I'm just that's hoping it ends with a Fountainhead-esque Howard Work monologue about the importance of art, mm. and the jury just all agrees with him, but nobody actually votes. Yeah, you know, I actually used that monologue to try and get into Emerson acting school. Really? Yeah. How'd it go? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't even touched on yet that one of the great exchanges in an actual courtroom took place during this trial. Oh? Where the lawyer for Gawker asked Hulk Hogan about the size of his penis, and Hulk Hogan admitted, and I assume it was typed down by the court stenographer, seriously, I do not have a 10-inch penis. I do not. Seriously. (laughs) Wow. Because he's... He's drawing the distinction between when he's been on the radio saying that Hulk has a 10-inch penis. That's right. His Versus Terry Bollea's very reasonably sized penis, I'm assuming. That's correct. Or embarrassingly sized penis. I don't know. Well, we could check the video, but that would be an invasion of privacy. That would be. So I choose not to. Yes. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I certainly am... Yeah, let's take a look at the 74-year-old... Co- oh, wait. What we... <laughs> You know, I mean, it, no, that's not. If you guys had a, a sex tape, is obviously it's not newsworthy because none of us are newsworthy, right? That would be. Let's say I'm someone like Tom Brokaw or something. Right. Well, we've all seen the Tom Brokaw sex tape. Okay, bad example. Let's say I'm uh, Lester. It Holtz. was the greatest generation. <laughs> say I'm, I don't know why I keep picking news anchors. <laughs> the Lester Holt sex tape. I'm Lester Holt. The, okay, and how would I feel? Tom Brokaw's sex tape is called The Greatest Genitalia. There. Thank you. I said it. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Welcome to Megaboom, everyone. Next.
This next segment will be quick, but it is... You always cool. say that, and then we get on a tear. Whenever oh, you start talking about the history of hot tubs, you promise it's not going to take you more than 60 seconds to get through it. Ah. Well, lucky for you, it's not time for the history of hot tubs yet. Oh, okay. You'll know when that segment is happening. Uh, oh, By how relaxed... Spiritually clean and tranquil you feel. I'm going to go wait in my car. But before we talk about hot tubs, which I know everyone can't wait for, I want to talk about Lee C. Dull. Lee C. Dull is the current reigning Go champion of the world. Mm. Go, very popular game. Like chess, but really hard, right? Like chess, but really hard. It's played on a 19 by 19 grid. The game is 3,000 years old. Uh, played all across China, Japan, Korea. What's neat about Go is it's a very simple game. You literally place a tile of either black or white, and uh, that's the game. Oh. Which makes it that very... Sounds, that doesn't sound like it's so very hard to me. You have to, you have to do some things by placing the tiles, but it takes more time to explain than it's worth. You're putting some tiles down. It's fun. So it's a guy tiling his, his bathroom floor. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is why some of the greatest Chinese uh, <laughs> saunas have such intricate tiling. <laughs> now, a game like chess mm. has a lot of rules and a lot of different pieces. Right. And chess is very good at being explained mathematically. There is a perfect way to play chess. Yeah. For every move your opponent makes, there is an optimal move you can make. Right. So when computers started winning at chess in the 70s, what the computer was basically doing was demonstrating it was now powerful enough to be able to calculate the optimal move right. for every counter move mm-hmm. in a fast enough time that it could play chess. Yeah. So that's the thing that can be programmed, which is why now your cell phone is a better chess player than anyone in the world. Mm. We've just gotten that good at computing. Go is different. Go doesn't have a heuristic solution. Go is played over years and years, and the the masters who are good at it play through what they call intuition or deep understanding. There aren't uh, rules, per se. There are strategies, Mm. but there isn't always an optimal move. And in fact, until late in the game, there isn't an optimal move. So computers have never been good at it because there's no Uh, rules for them to follow. DeepMind is a British AI company that was purchased by Google for an insane amount of money. It sounds like a British AI company. Yeah, And DeepMind has... uh, some very uh, deep mind learns in an interesting way it's called deep learning and it also develops neural networks so what it does and it's a learning computer it's a learning computer what it does is you tell it a you give it a goal and then you help it reach that goal but it figures out how it gets there on its own okay so unlike a very powerful computer like watson say where you program everything it's going to do Ah, we do the we do the vocal recognition. Now we parse that for information. Now we search based on that information to find okay. the most likely answer. A deep mind computer, and these deep learning computers are literally, here's the game of Go. Split yourself in half. You play a turn, then you play against it. Then you play against it, then you play against it. When that game is over, evaluate and see who won. Now do it differently. And do that a billion times. Wow. Do it over and over and over and over again. Until you, the computer, start to generate patterns for how to win at the game of Go. Wow. That's incredible. 
The humans obviously teach you the rules of Go and tell you that your goal is to win. But for the most part, they did make me split myself in half and play myself again and again and again and again until I got it right. Right. Well, that's how we got Lars too. Hi. It took a while to get a Lars correct. Yeah, I had to. Brent held out a um a cell phone and it had that paper toss game on it where you throw the paper ball into the trash can mm-hmm. and it was like play this with the half yourself and play you each play until you get the most paper balls and and sometimes some levels there's a fan blowing the paper like away from the trash can so it's a little harder right so and then the Lars that I picked was the one that threw the phone away and started acting like a steam locomotive. Yeah, that's right. around the office. Choo-choo! Choo-choo! <laughs> I love Lars, too. <clears throat> but this is very, very cool, because what this means is we have a machine that has learned a skill, and albeit it is a game. It is yeah. A game, but it has learned a skill kind of on its own. Yeah. It was given parameters, but it learned how to play Go, and it developed a strategy that it could not explain to us because it's too complicated and it's not good at explaining things. It's not built to explain. No. But it has a strategy that is better than the best human Go player that there's ever been. Has this ever happened on this scale before, this Never. kind of computing? This is, this is the first time this has happened. Other things wow. DeepMind has figured out how to do is they took a bunch of 80s arcade games and they just had the machine play 80s arcade games and its only goal was to get a higher score really and after some amount of time of just playing over and over again and developing different strategies it got the highest score possible on all the games oh so now it's like the the dual guardians or what is that thing do and so now it's the twin galaxies champion of every single game exactly okay but you know it spent so much time playing those games that it missed a lot of school and it got in trouble it did not get very good grades does not get to go to college now it's got a, a line of hit hot sauces out, though, and, you know, and he's kind of a dick. But, but he is you know, probably the best. He's so probably the maybe best. Maybe he deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. When he helped that little old lady, that was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> We're all referencing the movie King of Kong. For those who have not seen it, I highly recommend it. King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters, about the history of Go Donkey back Kong to 2007 champion. and you watch that documentary. You will have a good time. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't have a joke per se or anything particularly hilarious i just think this is fascinating it's that incredible we're moving in this direction with hi look at that yeah. we're all i you know i read a story like of course i didn't send in topics this week but i <laughs> i read a story this week that like you know people are like actually surgically implanting like computer chips and shit into their body oh yeah, yeah. Like, it looks like people are getting together and like putting like little fucking iron man lights under their fucking skin dumb yeah. shit like that too i've got a ti-85 in my inner thigh there you go uh well you always want it right there anyway so well, that's yeah. why i can play drug wars on the toilet next and now it's time for mega booms big news story of the week big news story of the week President Obama just hosted Canadian Prime Minister and all-around handsome guy Justin Trudeau for a state dinner at the White House this last week. Swoonworthy! And it probably had to do with some sort of diplomatic relations with our neighbor to the north, but it's possible that Justin Trudeau was just fleeing the horrible hellhole in which he is supposed to be living. Canada? No, specifically his house in Canada. Oh, what? What's wrong with his house? The Prime Trudeau Minister, Manor? <laughs> uh, Trudeau Abbey. The Prime Minister <laughs> of Canada has a Does residence. Does Trudeau live in a two-door? 
Oh, stop. The Prime Minister of Canada has a residence, just like the leader of, I think, every country in the ti- the entire world, and that residence is a mansion. Sure. Unfortunately, the mansion that the Canadian Prime Minister is supposed to live in is in danger, perhaps, of just falling down at any moment. Whoa. What happened? Too much snow on the roof. No one has bothered to fix it. In decades and decades and decades. The house is 138 years old. All right. And it's a lot of moose attacks to survive. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe 12 Nice Guy Lane has been up for that long. <laughs> and in 2008, they actually released uh, an audit explaining what was going on. And it said that decades of neglect left everything in need of repairs. Floors, ceiling, electrical, plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and oh, yeah, Asbestos needs to be removed. This is why I think I always thought that Canadian, the next Canadian prime minister should be Canada's own number one contractor, Mike Holmes. <laughs> well, interesting you should say that. I don't know if Mike Holmes has been one of the ones who offered, but Canadian home remodel TV stars have offered their services to fix up the house. Love it or list it. Yeah. List it. Uh, I always wanted to list it. They always should list it, but they always fucking love it because people are boring and they don't want a change in their lives. Mm-hmm. And they're just so they just keep repeating the same fucking mistakes over and over. And there's David just fucking fucking trying his damnedest to Lars, get you into a f- someday you're going to have a house that feels like a home to you and you won't want to leave it for anything. No, I want I live in a box. But they never fix the Canadian Prime Minister's house because it never looks good. Uh, whoever is the party that's out of power starts telling people that they're spending money on this house, their money, their hard-earned tax dollars yeah. on fixing this house. And so... We don't know what happened. Every time we try and fix it, we hire the guy that does the logos for expansion hockey teams. And <laughs> it just looks so terrible. I don't know. I, You know... I love Memphis Grizzlies Manor as much as the next guy, but, I mean, it's iconic. Uh, They also have had to actually cover the doors in plastic because the insulation is not good enough. So that's how they keep cold out. Um, Justin Trudeau is actually not living there. He, He rented another house. So the prime minister can't live in the prime minister's manse because it's too crappy. Correct. If he tries to get it fixed. Did you say correct like Canuck? I didn't. But <laughs> no, you your your master pun computer brain just fucking <laughs> sought that out. Yes. <laughs> if we could find a computer for puns, that would probably that would be uh, you would be the person I'd put up against it. To challenge it. Man versus machine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm power extreme the house i'm sure they're still paying for it to be there and to not fall over and now they have to rent another house all because the opposition party will throw a stink if they actually fix it well seems to me like in this era of divided government really this is an issue everyone could get behind that's right all prime ministers should live in lars's box Mm -hmm. i've got all my toys in here I think if the very least, if they're not going to let one of these, uh, what was his name? Hike Holgren? Hulk oh, Hogan? Mike Holmes. 
Mike Holmes. If they're not going to let Mike Holmes, at the very least, if they're not going to let Mike Holmes fix this up, they should at least rent it out to the Paranormal Activity guys, because it seems like you're missing a great opportunity there for the spooky Canadian haunted house version of those films. That's true. Next. Okay, guys, this is it. No more bait and switch. We are going to talk about the history of hot tubs. Wow. And I just can't wait. Neither can I. What's that look for? Three, two, one, and out. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. That was our show today. <laughs> I thought you were really going to do it. <laughs> no, I mean, I want to, but I I know better. Okay, So good. for those of you that are really interested in the history of hot tubs, just send me a direct message. I've got a whole dissertation on it. It's fascinating. It has to do with, uh, you know, the... And that's all the time we have today, <laughs> everyone. The sexual revolution plays a part. The rise of AIDS. I'm Lars Kenseth. You can find me at Lars Kenseth. We didn't have Eliana here. Plastics you can find it at come into it. I give good nooch on Twitter. The rise of hard acrylic. Noah is at Noah man. There's really man. It, it, it Noah was, man. It was just man. a big cultural shift from the idea com. of a hot tub as this like sexy. And that's Brent. Uh, place where anything we'll can happen. We'll see y'all next time here on you know, up its image to be not very hot tub show. Stop but again, it. just give Stop me a direct it. message. No all the information you need. Not choo choo. Mega boom.